Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I am your co-host, Dallas Montague. Today in the studio, we have another guest, Saleh Michi, and she has recently released a new book called Making Friends with Yourself. And she's talking about the identity that we have and accepting ourselves, loving ourselves. And it was so good. I know a lot of people in my life who I know personally who will benefit from this. And so if you guys are listening to this right now, I encourage you to share it with your friends, share it with people that you know that might need to be touched by a message like this about loving ourselves, accepting ourselves for who God says that we are. And if you guys have not subscribed to Faith and Family Fellowship, join the family. We have a lot of great podcasts coming soon. I think it'll be really great for you. It'll bless you. And I want to relate what she said today to my life because this is so true in my life too. I didn't know who I was for such a long time. I didn't know what I was created to do, who I was created to be. And I was really just doing whoever I, I was a chameleon in my life. I was whoever I needed to be to fit in. And I never knew who I really was until I met Jesus and he transformed my life. But even for a long time of knowing who Jesus was, I still didn't live in who I was supposed to be. Does that make sense? I wasn't living who I was supposed to be. And because I didn't know who I was, that doesn't mean that God didn't know who I was called to be. And so I lived my life shape-shifting, like I said, like a chameleon. Whoever I needed to be, whoever I needed to please, that's who I was. And it's so important to love ourselves, to know who we are, who we're created to be. And she's going to go into it a lot deeper today. Her message was so good today. We're going to get right into the podcast. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Have you been struggling to keep up with life? Have you been discouraged about if you're ever going to experience or achieve the dreams and goals like everyone else around you? And despite your strides, despite your prayers, despite living your life as an example, you wonder about how, who, and when your breakthrough will happen. If you've wondered about that, So has author Sharita Green. In fact, she has a newly released book, The Good Fight. And she shares her testimony on how God has become her source of everything. You can find this book on Amazon or by searching info at goodfaithfight.org. Are you ready for a transformation that will guide success in all areas of your life? If you're looking for the ideal speaker, look no further. Reverend Rich is passionate about the transformation and success you feel you need in your life. In return, he comes with ancient wisdom that is proven in his life and countless others. Need a mentor? Don't forget to go to www.u2canberich.com to book and take advantage of Reverend Rich's free one-on-one coaching session. Now let's return to today's podcast. 
Saleya, thank you for being here today. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, in London, England. No, I like uh, your accent. It's very, it's very nice. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I, I'm actually, with you. I didn't tell you this before, but I'm actually located in Sao Paulo, Brazil right now as a missionary. Oh, wow. And so I hear a lot of different accents, but not very often I hear an accent like yours. So it's very unique. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's good to know. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I'm really excited about your book. And before we get into that, can I just have you share a little bit about your story, your Christian testimony, how you met Jesus and how it changed your life? Right. Okay. I'll try and make it as brief as possible. Um, I've been a Christian for about uh, 23 years. Um, I don't come from a Christian family, um, so uh, Christianity is was new to me um, on this level anyway. Um, uh, so about 23 years ago, uh, going through a really awful time, relationship, children, all different things, and I'd lost my job. It just seemed like one thing after another. And I was just very, very uh, suicidal. Um, you know, there was just no, I didn't see any hope. And uh, about six months before, I really, really got very, very low, very, very depressed. I met somebody who was a Christian. And um, she just said, oh, you know, I'm a pastor at a church. You must come one day. And I thought, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but then she gave me her number and she said, oh, you can ring me any time. And that was it. Left it. But on this particular day, I was so low, very, very low. And, um, and while I was just sitting there in this kind of madness, I heard this voice saying, you need help. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, tell me something that I don't know. And this voice said, there isn't anyone around to help you. And I thought about it. Would any friends, relatives or anyone really understand how, you know, I've literally just dropped through the through the floor and just free falling. And so um, I thought, yeah, that's true. And then the picture of that person that I met like six months ago um, came to my mind. Really strange. And I just thought to myself, she gave me her number, and then I just said to myself, gosh, what am I going to say to this person? And then this voice said, she'll know what to say, and she'll know what to do. So I thought I was mad already. So I did. I found the number, rang her, and just said, you know, you know, uh, we did meet, and she did remember me. And I said, would you be able to come to my house to see me? And she said, yeah, sure. So she came over. Um, and then I started telling her how I was feeling and all sorts of things. And I said, do you know what's wrong with me? I thought maybe I need to go back to the doctors, get some antidepressant tablets or mm -hmm. something, because I just could not just level out myself. And she said, yes, I do know what's wrong with you. I said, what is it? And she said, you're on some, under some kind of a spiritual attack. And I said, what is that? And then she says, well... Obviously, you've got some things that are, are you know, that are happening to you. Um, but I know that you you belong to God. You belong to Jesus. Um, but you don't know that yet. But if you give your life to Christ, then you'll see that he's going to help you through this time. And I was so desperate. And I just said, OK, yeah, OK, I'll do it, you know, because I was so desperate 
And she said, well, what I'll do is I will pray for you and then I'll just come and see you, you know, I'll come and see you next week, you know, come and see you and just pray for you. And I thought, okay. Um, so she prayed for me. And within that moment, I, had a, I hadn't worked for like a whole year. The phone rang and it was an agency saying that they'd found my CV and they, they needed me to do this particular job. And, um, you know, and would I be able to start on Monday? Wow. And I just looked at her like, what has just happened? And she just sort of waved and said, I'll see you next week. And off she went. Hmm. Um, so anyway, after that, um, I had this interview, really successful. Yes, we want you to start this job. And when I put the phone down, I just said, you know what? I, I haven't eaten. I, I, I was somebody that whenever I was upset, I would just, I just couldn't eat. And so I'd been that way for a little while. And I just said, look, I haven't got any energy. So I'm just talking, just, I haven't got any energy. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this job. But I tell you, you know, God fixed me up. I went for the job <laughs> and um, it turned up and they were so happy to see me. Um, and just to show you, just to put the spin on how God is, um, there was a, a group of IT people because my profession is um, IT consultant and this company had just taken over this IT department and they couldn't get this group of people to work at all, to do anything. And so they brought in me to get these these, these disgruntled men <laughs> to actually work. So not only, you know, was I uh, a woman, you know, I'm, uh, you know, parents from Caribbean, um, but I was going to be their manager and tell them what it is that they had to do. So I had wow. all these different things against me. But within two weeks, I turned the whole thing round, and uh, they were so grateful that they even increased my salary, my hourly rate. And I was just totally amazed. And so uh, one Saturday, I remember, I was just sitting in my bed just thinking, what has just happened? I was so low, and within two weeks, the whole thing had flipped around, and I don't know who Jesus is. I don't know what's happened, and I just cried my eyes out because, you know, I just, I just didn't know what was going on. But the truth of the matter is that God, you know, knew all about me. Jesus came alongside me, and He helped me through that moment. And um, shortly afterwards, I did give my life to the Lord. I didn't know who he was, mm -hmm. but I did give my life uh, to him. And then from there, it's just been a journey of just discovering his love for me, uh, all sorts of things. Anyway, that's my testimony in a nutshell. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that. And what would be your advice for people who are experiencing the same type of spiritual attack? My advice would be to um i i would pray that you would have um i don't know if you've got believing friends but i i believe that that um the lord has special people around just dotted around that will come alongside you they're not there to abuse you they're not there to take anything from you they just want to share the love of god and just to help you through those moments and give you words of encouragement 
give you words that will lift you up. And as you know, you know, the Lord's mercies are new every morning. Mm. And so however bad you may have felt today, by the time you've got some rest and sleep and you wake up the next morning, you just somehow feel slightly different. Mm. And it does help when you do have some friends that, you know, they don't, they don't want to take anything from you. They just want to share the love of God uh, with you and on you. The importance of community, the importance of relationship, godly relationships. Yes, okay. very godly relationships, not a take-take. Mm-hmm. It's just, you, the Lord knows that you need help. You're not in a position when you're in that state to say, right, okay, well, I'm going to go and do anything return. Mm-hmm. You're vulnerable. You can be very vulnerable. But in that moment, the Lord can send somebody yeah. that will look after you during that vulnerable time. And, you you know, they're there for a season. You may not see them again, but yeah. they've done what the Lord wants them to do to help you. I would like to take this question one step further, if I can. What if you don't feel like you have somebody that you can go to or you don't have a godly friend? Then what is the, the situation? Um. If you are you a believer or not a believer? I would say, uh, let's go with yes, a believer. Okay. Well, the Word of God, <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> um, I, I see the Bible, every scripture is, you know, God-breathed. But every single verse is like, you can read it, and it's like a light being switched on for you. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I, when I came to know the Lord, I didn't know anything about Christianity or this type of Christianity. I thought all Christians just wore funny hats and went to church. Mm-hmm. And so to actually step inside a church building, you know, I would just cry because it's like it's taken my complete brokenness to actually stepping through the door of a church. But the Lord received me with his spirit. So um, a church that has the spirit of God in there, mm-hmm. um, they will, you know, the people will be drawn to you. They'll, you know, they may know that you haven't been there before, but they'll, they'll be drawn to you. And all they want to do is just pray, just pray the will of God. Um, the other thing as well, I didn't know the Bible at all. It was like a foreign language at that time. But on this particular day, I really, um, you know, once I become a Christian, I just really wanted to hear from the Lord. I wanted to know what he was saying to me and I needed that connection. And so I just opened up the Bible and just said, speak to me because I don't understand a word of this. Yeah. And it seemed to open up on Proverbs chapter three, verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will make your path straight. And that just struck me. That's a great place to start, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that was my starting place because it's like, you're not going to get this. You're not going to be able to work this out. You're not going to be able to fathom this out. But if you trust me, I'm going to take you through this and make this path straight. So I would say the word of God. And I'd pray for anyone that even if they are a believer or not a believer, open the word of God, just see where it leads and just know that the Lord is waiting for you. Anyway, that's that. Yeah, well, thank you for sure for sharing that. I feel like that's really going to help some of our listeners. And now we'll jump into your book. You recently okay. wrote a book called Make Friends with Yourself. Listen to the whisper of your heart for it desires the friendship only you can give. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. 
yeah, just I'll let you go ahead and share the inspiration behind this book, the title, and yeah, we'll just go from there. Okay. I think from the title, Make Friends With Yourself, and even the little pictures on it, mm-hmm. um, every single thing is significant. And um, there is a, a scripture, which is uh, Matthew chapter 12, and it's verse 28 to 31. And it just talks about, um, you know, like this command and, and the, you know, which command is, is the most important. And then it's love the Lord, you know, your God, you know, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and, you know, with all your strength and so on. And then the second part is love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and uh, there is no command greater than these. That is my starting point, because I've come to know the Lord. I've seen the goodness of what he's done, the people that he's brought around me, and even the opening up of the of the scripture, so like the light being switched on in these verses. But the one thing that I couldn't do was I couldn't look myself in the mirror and love myself. Yeah. I couldn't do it. And then everyone's talking about, you know, how they love Jesus and how they love God and so on. And it's like, yeah, I want to get there. And yes, I, mm-hmm. I, I do love Jesus because of what he'd done. I do love God, but I don't love myself. So I'm not being true. Mm-hmm. I'm not being true, really, because I can't love myself. I can love everybody else, but I can't love myself. And, you know, and, you know, expecting people to to love you, but you still can't accept yourself. You have to do that for yourself. So that's how this book came about. Um, the title of it came last, but you'll see as you as you go through the book, there are these just chapter headings, just one mm-hmm. word. And to me, it was like little breadcrumbs at a time when I needed to come out of the hole that I was in, I found that the Lord would just sort of give me a word for the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the next day, he'd give me another word, and then another word, and another word. Before I knew it, there was like 40 words. And it was just like, okay, don't, don't read everything. Just drill down on this one word. What is it saying? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. You know, how can it lift you up? Because every, everything from the Lord is to lift you up, not to tear you down. I'm really passionate about this topic, making friends with yourself, loving yourself, because I believe in my ministry that love is so important. And I think that we need to have our identity set in Christ. Mm-hmm. We need to know who we are to be who we are called to be. I think yeah. it's so important to know who we are called to be. And, and you have some right. very rich chapters, change, confidence, <laughs> obedience, action, yeah. all these topics that you're talking about right now. Uh, like you say, they're just a few short pages, and I'm I'm excited about it. So yeah, you can continue with that. Sorry. Yeah. So I wanted to say no more, no less, and mm-hmm. and make each chapter as rich as it can be without overkilling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, just allowing the Holy Spirit to just really resonate with whoever reads it, um, because it's not just my story it's also somebody else's story as well um and how they feel about themselves and and uh the spin the effect that it has on them and just knowing that the lord too can rescue them and take them to where 
you know where they can where they can be um at the front of the book it says um let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven so your light must shine it must out of all these chapter titles that you have here which one was your favorite which one is the most important to you the most important to me when it came out I, I look back through through all of the chapters and and everything seems to be important mm -hmm. and i have put uh, pictures in between so you know um that signify different things so one of the pictures is about change and i found you know like a tree and how the tree changes but it's really strong and rooted you know um you know in its foundation so i, I had that and then there was another one which was a, a, a leapfrog a frog leaping across the page and it, it signified action and then there was a a lighthouse and that was like this lighthouse is is there you know um so that you can see all the way around and you've got the vision and so on and then this this other picture was um of a a big hippo but looking really sassy <laughs> and with a tiara <laughs> on his head like feeling really good about themselves and um and the, the reason for that was that I I saw this program and there was uh, women that seemed to be really, you know, they were really big, but they were fully into their skin, mm. fully happy. They embraced who they were and um, they loved themselves. And there was this woman, although she'd lost all of this weight, she absolutely loathed herself. And but they they reflected that you should feel really good proud of who you are and really wear it well so you know so there was that picture and the other one was um heart heart full of butterflies but it's mm -hmm. so beautiful um the original has different colors on it but in the book it's just black and white so the one that really touched my heart the chapter that i went back to was embrace it was just embrace and you know lord hasn't taken anything out of our life but there's so many things to embrace isn't there yeah uh, that he's put into it and that's what we need to do we need to embrace things um yeah yeah embrace yeah mm. it's kind of cool because let me look here back at my notes that i made for your commercial I believe I used the word embrace in there. That's really cool. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> that, that's amazing. really cool. Right. I can't, I don't see it right now, but I, I'm pretty sure I put that. That's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to the book. So do you think this is uh, directly towards women or for everybody to read? I would say the book is for everyone to read. Okay. Um, and so... We know that uh, women read a lot of books, so it just seems like a kind of obvious thing. But anyone can pick up this book and read it and make that connection. Um, because it, it, it talks about so many aspects of things that are not unique just to women, but it's also there for men as well. Um, and the book is about building up. So whoever picks up the book, it will build them up. That's what the I, that's what the the aim is that it will it will connect. Yeah, yeah. 
I want to talk about culture for a second. And this isn't what we prepared to talk about, but I think it's really unique is how the world is always wanting us to to strive to have more and more and more. We're never good mm-hmm. enough. Commercials, TV, Absolutely. advertisements. Oh, you need this to make your life better. You need to look like that to feel happy, you know? How yeah. does that play into your life with making friends with yourself and how can that tie into the book and how that can help as well? Yeah. Um, it's really funny that you said that. Um, you know, throughout the years, um, and even myself for one moment, I thought the reason why, you know, my life wasn't going the way that I wanted it and the reason why my life wasn't like, you know, everybody else's life was because I didn't have a father. Mm. And my father died when I was uh, about uh, six or seven, I think, around that kind of age. Um, So he died when I was really young. And so each time, you know, you go to places, you, you know, and things didn't work out well, or you didn't have anything, you, I'd say to myself, it's because I didn't have a dad. And that really used to cut me up, you know, it really did. So it's like, that's one reason why, you know, oh, these things are happening to me because I haven't got a dad. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to have to grow up. I'm still going to get on in life and so on. And that's not going to change. Some things are not going to change. You can't make somebody come back to life. Um, but, or the color of your skin. You may live in an area and your your skin color might not be the same as everybody else and then maybe there might have been you know a few words said or what have you and then you think oh my gosh i hate myself Mm. uh self-loathing because of how it is you 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 look well that's that's not right either yeah so there are all these different things where you end up wishing that you were another way you were wishing that you looked like this beautiful person that was on tv you looking you know you're wishing that you were in that home of the 2.4 kids and the mm-hmm. the tortoise and the cat and the, the the dog you know and everything always being perfect and each time you're just missing the mark always missing the mark and you can't reach it well all of that is not true because the lord has created all of us and he accepts all of us he has accepted all of us and jesus has died for all of us there is nothing that you have done that he has not died for. Yeah. It's a good point. So, yeah. So it's about, I, I, I say that, um, I said something recently, that if you if you wake up in the morning, you know, really wishing that you weren't who you are, you know, think about why is it that you're saying that? Is it because of what others have said? And if it, and, and if they have said things, then it's the world that has to change and not you. I do have another question with the lies that we believe. I believe that that is a foundation of lack of self-acceptance is those lies that we believe in. Is that true for you as well? Yeah. Um, you, if, you, if you've had a lifetime of believing the lies, mm-hmm. then you're going to have moments of those lies coming back in. And you have to catch yourself and say, no, that is not true. So you have to live your, your, your day and live your time and, and just catch yourself in the morning, just really thinking, uh, and what I'm holding to is, is what I'm holding to, the actual truth, and spend time to just catch yourself, you know, even, 
you wake up and before you just bounce out of bed and go where you're mm -hmm. going just literally just if you could spend five or ten minutes just you know holy spirit where are we today you know and just catch up with yourself yeah um and um and just you know it's it might not stop some of the things that that are going to come that are coming your way but the truth of the matter is that you know that god is good and that he does work all things together for good and even on your worst day he's good in this so the overall message that you would like our listeners to hear today, your readers, what would be the overall message that you would like to share? I think the overall message uh, to share really is, um, as, as I've just said, that even on your worst day, God is good. Yeah. And, um, and when you're rejected, remember Jesus was rejected too. Um, so he shares, he shares that with you. Um, but he will work things together for good. And so don't give up on yourself. There, there can't be a reason to just giving up on yourself because something didn't happen or didn't go your way. Or um, The Lord will turn things around because, you know, you are his, his child and he has a plan and a purpose for you. We hear that all the time. And it's like, please share with me what is this plan and what is this purpose? But you, you'll find yourself in a place where you are able to receive that plan and purpose and walk in it and stay in it and stay locked in it and, and, and be really passionate about that plan and not try to be something that you're not. Um, you're going to be who you are. And your identity, that identity has to be rooted in um in the lord it has to be I, I hear people talk about you know their authentic self and they believe that they're this or that and i just say well no that's not it doesn't line up with what god the says is, say yeah. about you what the truth is it doesn't and this is it um so if you line or or aspire to line up with the truth then you'll find that you are going to be walking through a, a much uh, greater path. Um, I used to say, I used to say to the Lord in the in the early days that I want to be navigated by the truth. If I'm navigated by the truth, then I, I I'm not going to go far wrong. And you know that the, the uh, by knowing that that truth. It doesn't matter, even if it hurts, at least I know the truth. Yeah. I'm not walking in a lie. Yeah. So even if it hurts, I want to know it. Because that's that's the best protection. place to be, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And so where can you can you find this book? Okay. Um, so you can find the book on Amazon. And obviously, just type in uh, Make Friends With Yourself, um, Saleh Amici, and it should come up there. I will also put a link in the description for that book as well. If you guys want to click on that, it's easier to find. And is there another place where the listeners can find you? Maybe a social media page, a YouTube? Yeah, um, I've got an Instagram page, okay. which is uh, Make Friends With Yourself. So it's the same title. Okay. And I've also got another one, which is um, I am Saleh Amici. 
Okay. So that's that's what I've got for now. All right. You guys can find those links below. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today, Salea. Okay. Thank you for having me. Is this, one more question, is this your, your first book? This is my first book. Okay. Yes. Do you have any future books, any ideas, maybe something cooking inside right now that you might want to create in the future? Yeah, there is there is a little something cooking at the moment. <laughs> um, it's called Oceans of Potential, um, but we'll see how it works out. Um, I think with with all stories, there's always a moral to the story, and I, you know, being being a Christian as well, I need to make sure that it's something that will be uplifting. And there is a kind of responsibility as well, isn't there, yeah. of, of writing so that you're going to lead people to a place where, you know, there is some kind of peace and um, and resolution. So it's quite interesting topic that I'm working on. Um, but, yeah, watch this space, Oceans of Potential. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, stay connected with her. And you guys can see when she releases that new book and buy this book as well. It's been such a pleasure to have you today. And if I can have you in the podcast with a prayer, I would appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this moment and time. We just thank you that we can call you Father, that you have led us to a place that we can safely say that you are a Father that loves us and is good, for, good to us. So I pray for all of those listeners that may not have known their father or the father that they've had has not been the true reflection of who a father should be. But nevertheless, they are here. Lord, I just ask that you help them to be able to forgive, help them, lead them to a place where they can let, let go and lead them to a place where they can embrace themselves that they can love themselves and begin to uh, step into that that space that you you've you've given them and that they will shine they will shine be your glory in jesus name amen amen you've just listened to the faith and family fellowship podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.